0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Friday morning. We made it, my guy. All right, so I think that a lot of people thought that maybe there would be some pretty big trades going into the all-star break, but now it seems that... Most teams in Major League Baseball are playing their cards pretty close to their chest. Yeah, I think
1: that's probably a pretty good assessment. I was one of them who thought maybe not a whole lot of trades, but some action. And really, there hasn't been any. It's been very slight, to say the least. But the fact is, that's not to say that there hasn't been a lot of talking and a lot of rumors. Now, the trade deadline isn't until August 1st, and that's you know about three weeks away. All right. What do you do then? Now, after August 1st, you can't do anything. No trades, no waiver deals, no nothing. You you have what you have accumulated during the uh, career or during the course of a years. But a lot of talking about the Cardinals and what they might do. Now, Mr. Moselak, who gave an interview two days ago to a TV reporter, <laughs> that just boggles my mind. He allowed one TV reporter to interview him. Come on. That's you're in the business to be doing that, but that's beside the point. Uh, He gave this interview and there are a lot of people who are interpreting while he did say we're not raising the white flag that in fact that's what he was doing when he said there would be some trades. Well, there haven't been any yet. All sorts of rumors, the Boston Red Sox are reported to be in close contact with the Cardinals about a possible deal, Philadelphia Phillies have made some noise. Who knows? Who knows what the situation might be. The contending teams have this opportunity now in the next three weeks to really fill some key, perhaps minuses in their lineup. There aren't very many. Atlanta Braves, for instance, they're loaded with everything. Tampa Bay Rays, very good team, although they've been slumping. So we'll just have to see just exactly how things work out. But in terms of a lot of talking, a lot of dealing, no, there hasn't been any during this All-Star break, and the season resumes tonight. Yeah, but
0: they're not waving the white flag. (laughs) <laughs> so we're getting closer and closer to the title matches in Wimbledon who are playing in the ladies' title it's match. this
1: weekend, as a matter of fact, and the ladies' match, which will be tomorrow, is particularly interesting. You probably don't remember this, Mike, but we talked about this young lady a year ago. She is the highest-ranking Arab tennis player in history. The name is Anz Djibour, she's 26 years old. Tennis is not a big deal in the Middle East, so for her to achieve this ranking is really outstanding. She played for the championship a year ago, did not win. She is back playing for the Wimbledon championship this year up against Marketa Vandrasova, who is from Czechoslovakia, who is a surprise. She was not expected to be there, and here she is in the championship match. That's the women's title match tomorrow. The men's semifinals are today, and we'll find out who's going to play for the championship. Yannick Sinner plays Novak Djokovic in one of the semifinals. Daniel Medvedev meets the number one tennis player in the world, Carlos Akaraz, in the second match. The winners play for the title on Sunday. The fortnight at Wimbledon will have come to an end.
0: No, it's been a pretty exciting uh, tournament this year, hasn't it? I think it's been great. Yeah, and I know you like that. I like that tennis, my man. All
1: right. A lot of my friends will be watching some NASCAR this weekend. Where are they racing at? This is the only stop that NASCAR makes in New England. This is at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway, which is in Loudonville. Uh, Hopefully, and you say this with fingers crossed, there's not going to be a whole lot of rain up there this weekend, but that may not be the case. Uh, In the neighboring state of Vermont, they've had terrible... Terrible problems, flooding, and just massive amounts of rain. And New Hampshire's right next door, so we'll see whether or not they're able to get this in. But that's where the the race is going to be held on Sunday, and it's a cup race, of course. It's called the Crayon 300. Uh, What that's based on, I have to assume crayons, but I don't know that for certain. Anyway, the Crayon 300, and that is the situation with the. Only stop this year that NASCAR makes in New England.
0: The all-star break is over. Baseball gets
1: back to business tonight. Who are the Royals and Cardinals facing off with? Cardinals are going to play the Washington Nationals. Three-game series, which will conclude on Sunday. And then the Miami Marlins come into St. Louis to play. The Kansas City Royals up against the Tampa Bay Rays. Big series for Tampa Bay because they have been... In a slump. They, their lead, which was massive at one time in the American League East, is they're now in second place and they are down by two games. Okay, here's the situation now. The Cardinals are 14 games uh, under 500. So let's say this is how it works now. There's 70 games remaining in the season or thereabouts. Suppose the Cardinals win two or three. Well, they pick up one. They'd be 13 games under 500, but three games would have elapsed in the count. So this is a tough road to go, but if the Cardinals could get off on some kind of a sustained winning streak and get back into the hunt, well, you never can tell. In the meantime, do they make some key decisions? Anyway, Royals and Rays play in Kansas City, and the Springfield Cardinals, who've also had four days off, they're out in Wichita to take on the Wind Surge, and that is a three-game series coming up starting tonight. Then the Springbirds return home for a series beginning next week.
0: 2024 baseball schedule was (laughs) revealed yesterday. Uh, Now for the guys, uh, maybe some like us in this area, thinking of – there's always next year. Now we have uh, some of the teams we're going to face off and the wins and wares.
1: Possible, realistic thought. Maybe not. Well, the Royals, it's, it is a realistic thought. And with the Cardinals, we'll find out. Anyway, yeah, yesterday, you might remember, Mike, we announced that the season would open in the third week in March. That's for two teams. That's for the Dodgers and the San Diego Padres. And they will play in Seoul, South Korea. They get a week start, a week head start, I should say on uh, everyone else. The rest of the teams and all of them will open on March the 28th. Now the Dodgers will have already played, Dodgers and Padres will have already played two games that count. So they come home and everybody plays. So where are the Dodgers playing? In Los Angeles at Dodger Stadium. And who are they playing on March the 28th? You guessed it, the Cardinals. Cardinals will open up the season on the West Coast against the LA Dodgers. The Kansas City Royals will be at home versus the Minnesota Twins. That, folks, is in 2024. That's a year away. Well, not literally a year away, but pretty close to it. And it will be in the next calendar upon the flip of the pages.
0: <laughs> and it'll be a lot of fun whether or not we, we hope so. your team is doing good. That's It's all about fun, guys. Just keep telling yourself that. Just keep telling yourself that. All right, so... A lot of us in the kingdom have just been waiting and waiting and waiting for the team to hopefully come to an extension or figure out the contract with Chris Jones. A lot of moves that need to be made, but that needs to get done first, and I agree with that. Now the New York Jets may have made that a little bit more difficult
1: for the team. Like it's all about fun. It's I
0: all about, I, hey, keep telling yourself that. Now you tell yourself <laughs> that. It ain't your
1: money. All right. Hey, I was being facetious. I know. Here's, here's the situation. Yeah, the Jets did sign a defensive tackle. His name is Quinnen Williams. He's 25 years old. They signed him to a $96 million contract over four years, of which $66 million is guaranteed. Quinnen Williams, All-American, Alabama, had a really, really fine player, and huge, as you might expect. So you're saying, well, so what? The Jets signed him. How does that, how does that figure with the Chiefs? <laughs> I'll tell you exactly how. The Chiefs are still in negotiations with Chris Jones, and there are the parameters. If this guy, Quentin Williams, gets that big a contract from the New York Jets, well, that's what Chris Jones will want, including a long-term contract. And I think he does get it. Those folks are in negotiations. They have been. The Chiefs opened their camp July 23rd. Quick look at the calendar. Today is July 14th, folks. That is very close at hand, coming up a week and a half from now. Will that contract be signed? Will Chris Jones be there? I suspect he might not be there, but I suspect he will sign the contract. To keep in mind, the Chiefs are the only team for whom he can play this coming year. I think that's a moot point. I think he plays for them for a career, and I think he signs a very lucrative contract. I
0: hope he does, too. Um, You know, as far as the injury front, he's been, knock on wood, good for the most part. And, Mm -hmm. and, And when he wasn't, he played through it. Um, when we had the whole defensive switch from tackle to end, the debacle thing. When he realized it wasn't working, he went back. He didn't fight it, and he went back for the team. So he'll do what is good for the team, but also he's going to want to get paid, too. And he deserves every bit of it. And we can find out more about that when? Tuesday Tuesday night. night, Chiefs Happy Hour, Mitch and Danon in town at the Dive on Patton. Hopefully you've got your tickets because they are going quick. Tables are gone, and we're getting pretty close to capacity. So uh, don't miss out on that. Ned, you have a great weekend. I'll see you on Monday.